Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Dash Radio tonight. It is Tuesday and we have a fantastic guest tonight, don't we, Peter? We sure do. We sure do. One of my favorite Um, topics. Yes, um, and and I'm going to let you go go on a little bit about that in a second, but I just have to say that, like, as of last Tuesday, I became a huge fan, and I've been reading through Citizens.org, and and Jim Turner, I want you to know that you're one of my new heroes, so I really appreciate you coming on and doing what you do every single solitary day for all of us, um, fighting the good fight that 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 you've committed your career to, so thank you. Hey, well, thank you Jimmy. very much. I appreciate it. Give Jim a hand. Hey, Jim, th- th- for those people that are unfamiliar with who you are, they can start to look under citizens.org, citizens as in C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S dot O-R-G. And uh, we did a conference call, we did a radio show with you last week around the same time where you introduced a little bit about who you are, what you do, and some of the passion of how we're moving forward and trying to do whatever we possibly can to change the industry, the awareness uh, block the predatory practices sometimes, as some people might say, would be government agencies and things along that line. And when I first got started with the whole nutrition, I'm going to use a little bit of slang here, the whole nutrition thing, um, it was when I joined a network marketing company, which was called Nutrition for Life, which is no longer around. But I was a biology major in school. I was a chemistry major or minor, depending on who you talk to and what kind of research you've that you might do on me, and then the scenario was is I didn't learn anything about nutrition or those types of things on any of the classes that I took, and I suspect even if I became a doctor, I probably wouldn't have had too much to do with nutrition as well, and then what I did was when I joined that company, I figured maybe I'll live a little bit longer because I'd learn a lot about health and nutrition, and unfortunately, I learned, I think, too much about the health and nutrition and what I could do or say industry. So can you tell us, you know, bring us back full circle to, you know, who you are, you know, starting out, and then uh, let's talk about those things related to FDA, FTC, et cetera. So tell us about Jim. Give us the three or four minutes. Yeah, I, um, I've been in Washington since 1969 permanently. I was there a year earlier than that uh, part-time, uh, and I started working with Ralph Nader in uh, March of 1968. Uh, then I went back and finished law school uh, at Ohio State, then I came back and uh, worked full-time with Nader from 69 to 71, and I worked on the FDA, and I wrote a book called uh, The Chemical Feast, the Nader Report on Food Safety at the FDA. And uh, we, uh, I had a team of about 25 uh, law and, uh, and medical students that worked with me, and we basically um, uh, laid out an indictment of the FDA as being uh, very, very compliant with big business, big food and big drugs, and very, very harsh on anything that was small, like dietary supplements or uh, any kind of uh, natural or energy medicine, anything that was not part of drug surgery or radiation on the, on the drug side and uh, anything that was not part of the uh, big food system at the time. Uh, then I uh, uh, went from Nader to starting my own law firm, I uh, did two years in one firm uh, as an associate and then went on and started my own firm in 73. With three, There were three of us, and uh, we've been carrying on those battles ever since. So um, I was very much involved in lobbying for the Organic Food Production Act in 1990, uh, lobbying for the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act in 1994. Uh, we, I worked, uh, I was the lawyer that got... Uh, FDA to uh, clear acupuncture needles so they would be legal in 1996. They were illegal up until 1996. Uh, I was very much involved with some whistleblowers and uh, insiders in the government to block the swine flu program in 1976. Uh, It was an atrocious program which caused a lot of harm and should never have been allowed to take place. And uh, that's the kind of things that I've been doing and, um, you know, other similar things. 
And um, uh, in the course of all of that, I've worked very uh, diligently with a lot of really good people from uh, uh, small businesses, small consumer groups, uh, organizing small environmental groups, and uh, a whole whole range of folks uh, bringing uh, various kinds of pressure on the government uh, and on corporations to uh, provide a healthier, uh, saner uh, food supply, health care system, uh, uh, worked on uh, actually we got involved in uh, in uh, computers and the internet too uh, uh, because uh, at one point IBM was putting uh, universal product codes on all the products in the supermarket back in the 70s and they were basically going to take prices off products and pocket lots of lots of profit for the com- companies and we worked really really hard to get as much of that uh, directed toward consumers as we could so that's that's basically what I've been been working on I have a a number of other issues that we can talk about, but uh, that's 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 pretty much the focus. That's a that's a full plate and a lifelong journey of a whole bunch of stuff. You said you started back in 1969. Now I started in yeah, actually March of 68. I I actually met Nader and started then, and then full time in June of 69 after I graduated from law school. Now for those people that might not be familiar, you know, maybe we have a newer crowd. I I haven't heard a lot about Ralph Nader recently because eventually people get older or things like that. But when things were really hot, explain that whole thing of how that came about. Well, Nader, Nader um, wrote a – Nader was a lawyer. He'd gone to Princeton and gone to Harvard, and he was a lawyer. And he wrote a book called Unsafe at Any Speed, which was a real expose of the auto industry. And and uh, he became quite visible when, when that happened. Uh, and then in order to um, – in order to, um, for, well, I'm not sure why they did it, but General Motors hired detectives and started following him around, and he caught one of them and uh, and basically outed him to the Senate Oversight Committee and uh, in in Washington and uh, created a huge international sensation. I remember one uh, one uh, industry guy that I uh, was uh, dueling with in, in uh, debate at one point uh, said uh, Ralph Nader. Uh, is the guy that had the good fortune to be followed by General Motors, because it made an international reputation for him. And then from that was that all occurred about 1965-66, uh, and uh, for the next mm, six to ten years, uh, he was uh, highly sought after uh, to comment on all kinds of public issues and to uh, create um, a counterweight to a lot of the bad things going on in government. And uh, he brought in. Uh, uh, bunches of students. I came in the first year in '68. There were nine of us. The next year there were about 200, and the next year there were about 500. And then uh, that got turned into a, uh, an institution, which is still there, the Center for the Study of Responsive Law, and they've participated in all kinds of activities over the years. And he spawned groups like Public Citizen, which has um, the Public Citizen Health Research Group has managed to squeeze about 150 drugs off the market. You know, when you see it, it says a drug was approved by FDA, and then a couple of years later they had to withdraw it. Uh, usually, if you look behind that, you'll see Nader's uh, Health Research Group as being a, a key player in making that happen. And he's, he had groups in aviation and uh, um, uh, uh, transportation, moving vans and so forth. Moves. Uh, he had uh, uh, groups that worked on the environment, on clean water, clean air. Um, it was a it was a big, big um the presence from, uh, like I say, from about uh, 66 to 76, right in there. Uh, then he then, of course, he went, he went on and continued to be a commenter and so forth, but not quite as visible, and then ran for president in 2000. I think it was a serious mistake and uh, really set back his capacity to affect things. And I wrote, a, I wrote a little piece at the time saying that Ralph Nader running for president was like Michael Jordan playing baseball, world-class player, wrong sport. <laughs> For those who don't remember, Jordan was the best basketball player in the in the country, and uh, he took two years off and went and played baseball in the minor leagues, but never never made it to the majors. Um, and that was what happened with Nader. He um, he uh, took a couple years off from his uh, professional career, being an activist, and tried to become a politician where he was an amateur, and ended up you know not doing very well. So that's the Nader, that's the Nader story for those who didn't know it. Right, and you know a lot of the newer people that might be listening in, they probably don't even know who he is. But he was—I I don't know—I'm probably going to use the wrong term—a consumer advocate. Would that be no? That's a like- good term. He was a consumer advocate. He still is a consumer advocate, and uh, and uh, there's a whole lot to why consumer advocacy is important. 
and uh, Nader really carved the way for that for that that ten years or so. He he took a lot of the hits, I'm sure. Yep. So relative but he hit back as well. Yeah, by well, just a short aside, I got a chance to sit next to him one time on a flight um, where he had spoken with a direct sales company that I had been previously working with, and uh, that was when we were talking about clean water. Now, you would think in today's day and age, with all the really great technology and everything else, then we should probably be physically fit, nutritiously uh, balanced. Uh, we, we should have very few toxins in our body, and what happened? <laughs> well, I will tell you what happened. The, um, the way that our system is set up... Um, the most important uh, number in any uh, of our mainstream businesses is the bottom line. Uh, and they have a lot of mythical stories about the bottom line. You know, it's there to pay stockholders or, you know, it's this or it's that uh, taxes. But none of those are really true. What, what happens, uh, they, need to pay, they need to pay money. So let's you take, if you take um, uh, after-tax, uh, you take pre-tax uh, income, and you'll discover that uh, 15% of it goes to stockholders, about 25% goes to taxation, and the rest goes to management to use for whatever it wants to use it for. And so these big companies, you know, the, the Monsantos of the world or Walmart or General Motors, they, they generally have a lot of money for management to deal with. So you'll start looking around and you'll see that the, uh, that the employees of the company are taking cutbacks and cutting their health care and uh, so forth, and the, and the big um, leadership at the top is taking extra bonuses and making a lot of money. What the way that the way that this thing operates is that uh, the the real capacity for them to generate lots of money is to have the cheapest amount of money going into creating the project product and the highest price that the market will bear. So they want to they want to make that differential very big. And unfortunately, what happens when you do that, and just take the food, the food issue, you start out in the food situation and you start depreciating the quality of the product. You know, you take peanut butter, which is at one point was required to be 90% peanuts, and you just make it 87% peanuts, and you just created a 3% gross increase in the sale of peanut butter. That's an example. That's a true example. That happened. It took 11 years at the FDA to have a hearing to, to make, make that decision, but they ultimately let them put, uh, you know, take 3% of the peanuts out of the peanut butter. Uh, the argument was that it could spread better because they put, uh, basically put uh, lard in it. Uh, that's an example. And then systematically that happens. Well, in order to do that, you need to put in flavors, you need to put in texturizers, you need to put in colors, uh, you need to put in all kinds of things. So if you look on the back of a food package today, you'll see uh, one uh, chemical after another uh, uh, basically designed to make the product seem like the product that you used to get, um, but they can sell it at a greater differential between the cost of making it and the price that's charged for it. And, uh, and then uh, all these chemicals that go into the food uh, end up, uh, you know, wherever they're manufactured, they create a uh, chemicals, uh, off, offloading of chemicals into the environment in one way or the other, through the air or through the water, uh, you do that um, with food, and then you expand it out and do it with, say, carpeting and drapes, and then you do it with upholsteries and cars, and you do it with the paint in cars and so on. And pretty soon you got an environment that's just full of stuff that didn't used to be there and is there now and that hasn't been tested for safety, uh, at least not in an effective way. Uh, also, by the way, there's when you're growing the food the way you, you do now, you, you use pesticides. Uh, oh, one example, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, yeah, I want to interrupt you for a second because we're going to come back to that. That's going to sure. be an important part. But we're going to let Alex spin some records over here for our commercial break, or Axel, rather, is going to spin some stuff for our commercial breaks. We'll be right back. And, and then Do you, you run a home-based a business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level. For email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio. 
and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. Okay, we are back. For all those people that might have heard something stomping before we took our commercial break, <laughs> that was Dawn. That was Dawn stomping her feet. She wanted to say something, so my humble apologies for saying we got to take a commercial break. <laughs> well, no, you know this is a really exciting kind of a thing, and so we we all get excited, and we have a caller, and and I've wanted to go ahead and share that we have Jay Ryan Conley on the line. He's he's a network marketing uh, leader that I've met recently who is just completely in love with human growth hormone, and I told him he needed to call in and he needed to meet James Turner because I knew that this would be right up his alley. So I'm just going ahead and I'm introducing Ryan to the show, and, and he's he's our caller. He may have a question or two for you, James. Um, but um, I just I just wanted to go ahead and say we have a caller and here he is. All right. Yeah, hey, I'm James. Yeah, Hi. hey, James. Ryan Conley up here in uh, Seattle. Here and Don, thank you for the warm introduction there. Um, I, I'm def- I appreciate all that you're doing, James. And uh, you know, it's uh, this is uh, health and wellness is something that's really big to me, improving the lives of others. And uh, I got to admit that I'm very uh, interested. Uh, in your thoughts on, uh, I'm not sure if you saw this back on uh, November 15th, um, uh, Dr. Oz uh, had presented a study about uh, that was done where uh, there was a 682% uh, uh, increase proven in double-blind placebo uh, tests uh, that has actually been proving to raise your growth hormone levels naturally. And I would just thought uh, through plant-based amino acids and, um, you know, I, I've been actually doing uh, uh, – using this formulation and have noticed some amazing results and stuff. I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are on human growth hormone and, um, you know, not uh, synthetically, but uh, uh, altering that with uh, all natural amino acids. Well, that, uh, uh, that, there, there's some controversy about that, but uh, I think uh, uh, our, my basic position is that consumers have had, should have the right to choose those things that they think will work for them or they believe will work for them and uh, they just uh, the main thing they need is full and complete information about what it is that they're they're choosing and mm-hmm. uh it would seem to me that this this product at the moment falls right into that category of things that should be available for the public to choose and uh there's a there's a lot of uh, information out there for them to look at and evaluate and make make the choice and uh it's the FDA's it's incumbent on the FDA uh under the dietary supplement act if they don't like it to prove that there is a problem with it are you a fan of human growth hormone? Yeah, I was going to say, can we stop for a second? Because there's a lot of people that aren't even familiar with maybe the concept of what human growth hormone might be. So I'm not a scientist nor a doctor, but I remember when I first learned about it, when you're younger, you got plenty of it. And mm-hmm. as you get a little bit older, you lose you some of it. You need it. <laughs> right. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why we didn't live to be 85 years old when Siberian tigers were all around. So you stop producing it after your reproductive years, more or less. And there's been a lot of either, you know, pills, drops, potions, precursors to it, all of that sort of stuff, and somewhat controversial, and maybe even along athletic lines where athletes are taking extra of it. So it's a pretty controversial hot topic. But for all those people listening in, if you're in your, you know, your teens or your early 20s, you probably don't have to worry about it so much. But when you get my age or somewhat even younger than that, your body stops producing it, and then there's either natural or artificial ways of being able to kind of get it going back. It's almost like the fountain of youth, the medical claim that we're never able to say. So that gives a little bit of that history, I think. So, Jim, I botched it up completely. Well, that's, that's not bad. Why don't, we, why don't we have the caller explain it a little bit since that's, it's his area and he works in it all the time. Yeah, and I'm just going to hold back from actually mentioning the product's name just because to be on the safe side right now um, because I, I am affiliated with, uh, you know, the company and stuff. And uh, 
Uh, I, I truly believe it's um, a, a, a groundbreaking science. Um, I currently have about 945 uh, friends that are taking this product. Um, I've been on it personally myself for about seven months. But you know, so in, why, in, don't, uh, why don't you tell us what human growth hormone does for the body when it's when it's increased for old folk like us? Yeah, well, what, what's it supposed to do that you can legally say? See, see, Jim, this is the problem. Nobody even right. feels comfortable getting onto a call and saying well, this well, is what let, my product does. Well, let me just say does. this right now. As long as, <laughs> as long as he doesn't mention the product name or the company, he can say uh, whatever he wants to say about uh, the human growth hormone. So go go okay. forward and, and yeah, make your I, statements. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you, Don. Uh, so I'll tell you what I've noticed. I've, I've, I used to shoot synthetic HGH a long time ago, and uh, well, actually a few years ago before I got into working with adaptogen plants right there to help maximize, you know, uh, my, my hormonal levels, you know, such as tribulus and these other things to help on the hormonal system, whether it be testosterone or helping with these, balance these different uh, hormonal systems. But uh, human growth hormone, as you said, has been known to be the fountain of youth. They also call it the master control hormone of the human body. Um, I, I'll tell you what I've noticed, and uh, my wife just had a baby, and uh, we, you know, it allows, it, it basically is taking, it's forming muscle in your body, and in, 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 um, uh, instead of uh, in getting rid of that fat just in your sleep. So this particular product, you, you take a few pills at night when you go to sleep, again, all natural. There's actually, uh, this has arginine in it. Um, this, I'm just reading off the label, a few of the ingredients. Um, uh, um, arginine, so we're crossing the blood-brain barrier using a glutamine transporter. From my understanding, we're using arginine to vasolidate the blood vessels and then acetyl l and also um, and, uh, another uh, oxoproline, which is a plant-based amino acid, and then a, a detoxifying anti-inflammatory herb called uh, schizinopita, which I believe potentially um, detoxifies the liver also at the same time. But when you take this, um, it, uh, what, it, uh, what I've noticed, it drops you down to a very low level of sleep, uh, REM sleep, when you're, when you're uh, sleeping at night, which then your, your dreams, I call them 3D dreams, you're, you start, uh, you're, they become very colorful. And, and what I've noticed is people that have lower HGH levels, they don't, uh, they don't recall their dreams. That's a common thing that I've noticed out of the almost 1,000 people that I'm currently working with on this, James. And um, they have the increased belly fat. So when you up your HGH levels, the dr you start recalling your dreams. Your body drops into that low REM level sleep. You're, 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 you wake up all of a sudden when you're getting out of bed. Your joints feel younger and more nourished. Um, and so I've actually, um, I, I mean, people have more in energy throughout the course of the entire day. They don't need to rely on caffeine or stimulants to get them through the entire day. Their mental clarity is there. They're in better moods. They're able to adapt and handle stress better. Um, and my wife, she has, I, I make, I always point this out to everyone. I, she's been in the gym twice in 14 months, just had a baby five months ago. And she looks like a runway model. I got to get her props. She looks like a runway model right now, <laughs> you know, and she's done two 45 minute sessions in yoga in 14 months. And, um, <laughs> I, I'm just blown away by the science and the wrinkles. It produces more capillaries and blood flow in the skin. So wrinkles, uh, my forehead wrinkles are gone. My crow's feet are gone. I'm stoked. Jeez, I need some of that there, Ryan. <laughs> well, you know, as Dr. Oz actually said on a show the other day, what they say is, and I believe everyone needs it, Don, is, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I spread the word about this for you know, good health for people, is people, once they hit 40 years old, as Dr. Oz had mentioned, uh, your HGH levels have naturally declined about 85% right there. And beyond that, they're dropping 2% every year. So, what, in, uh, what they've done in this study, double-blind placebo-proven is the integrity behind it. And I'm not going to mention the university right now. Um, I'm not sure how public they, we've gone with this, uh, but it's very extremely credible. But they have proven to have that a 682% increase in your own human. They're nourishing the pituitary gland to increase that 682%, bringing it back to youthful levels right there. Hmm. So, Jim, what, what we've heard is a gentleman that obviously is very excited about a product that he's taking. Based on the description, anybody that's probably older than, you know, 40 should probably be taking a look at this if they're interested in extra energy, more vitality, better health and wellness, all those generic and specific claims. And why wouldn't someone 
want to be able to tell an interesting story like this. But I remember previously you had mentioned, and I took notes, we can't say anything about a product that might suggest it might cure, treat, mitigate, prevent, or diagnose any diseases. And I don't know if old age is a disease, but all the stuff that he's referencing <laughs> over here is like, why couldn't we say these things about this product in reference to maybe selling it or those other things? What are the challenges with something that he is obviously very excited about and seems to be working for lots of other people? So tell us about the system. Well, the system uh, is organized to minimize the amount of information that can actually be made available to consumers. Um, you can uh, write a book and say anything you want, but if you have a product and you want to say something directly about the product, you can get yourself into a lot of crossways trouble with the FDA and the FTC. Uh, they have set themselves up pretty much as the arbiters of what is legitimate health care uh, approaches or what is legitimate what are legitimate health care products so um, they then uh, what one of the things that they both do is they, they cruise the internet and look for things on the internet and then they send a warning letter saying we looked at your internet uh, 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 website or whatever it is that they looked at Facebook whatever it is they, they can get onto it and we think that uh, that what you're saying here by this is a warning it violates our uh, food uh, food adulteration rules, uh, because you're not allowed to say or imply that any uh, dietary supplements or products like uh, this, these are dietary supplements that he's talking about, any of these products can actually do anything to cure, treat, mitigate, diagnose, or, uh, or uh, prevent any disease unless you have asked the FDA for permission and they've granted it. Now, asking for permission means doing a whole lot of work. Isn't and, that like uh, millions hearing, of dollars? You have to have lots of money. A hundred million dollars. About a hundred million dollars. <laughs> and uh, well, their position is you need to do that. You need to do that in every ingredient in an herb, for example. Right. Uh, it is a, it is a foolish. It is uh, unreasonable. It is wasteful of our resources. It's wasteful of the health of the public. Uh, in every way, and it's, I don't believe, I personally don't believe it's what Congress intended when it passed the law, uh, but that is the way things are. So if you, if you take the things that uh, your caller was just saying about how valuable this product is, um, if, if that was material that was on the label or in an advertising or on a website of a specific product, the FDA and the FTC together would come and tell you to stop saying that. Um, we're gonna, it doesn't we're gonna even take matter a commercial how much break. evidence you have. Yeah, we're going to take Pardon? a commercial break in about 30 okay. seconds. So kind of. Uh, well, let me just finish this one point. It doesn't yep. matter how much evidence you have. You have to take the evidence to the FDA, and, and they have to tell you it's all right. If they haven't told you it's all right, it doesn't matter what evidence you have. You can't do it. Wow. So we're going to leave you with that thought, and Axel's going to spin a couple of records, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some things we're working on. Hey, thanks, James. Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. So just before we go ahead and get restarted, Jim, you are doing such important work. I think it's mission critical for you to go ahead and give a shout-out to how people can go ahead and get behind what you're doing because I know that you're doing some really important work out there and some numbers and some people and Ryan and his team of networkers and thousands of people who are all passionate about nutraceuticals and, and people's rights to those nutraceuticals and the information out there. How do they stand behind you and work with you and get and get this work done? Hmm. And um and 
Oops, Say that we, again. We missed we missed you uh, for the last. If you were speaking, we just heard you just now. Yeah, could oh, you go okay. ahead and, and uh, start they, over? Yes, uh, people can help support the work that Citizens uh, for Citizens for Health does, and I'm board chair and I do a lot of my work through Citizens for Health. They can support that work by going to the Citizens for Health uh, uh, website, which is citizens.org, and make a contribution. You can go right to the contribution page and make a contribution. And we are also, at the same time, working with people, uh, for example, uh, in the uh, multi-level marketing industry and with other small businesses. Uh, we think small business is like the consumer. Uh, the market does uh, really put heavy burdens on small businesses and on consumers. Big business can borrow money for relatively cheaply. Small business has to pay a lot. Um, you can get a lot of uh, very nice health care through big business. Small business has to pay a lot for that. So across the board, they're, they're, they're made, um, uh, they're handicapped by the way the market's structured. And we'd like to put together a national defense umbrella that would provide the opportunity to raise these issues directly in Congress with the FDA at state legislatures and uh, with the courts. Uh, we want to be able to uh, raise issues like why can't you make a health claim? Why does the FDA have the right to censor prior prior review health claims? Um, Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote a decision in 1911 at the Supreme Court saying that uh, a health claim, a claim that something would cure something, was a matter of opinion. And therefore, uh, if you were to follow his logic carefully, as a matter of opinion, you, uh, you cannot be restricted from making claims that X will cure Y. That's a matter of opinion, and, uh, and people can then gather their information and determine whether you're correct or not. Um, the, this, the, um, the basic effort of the FDA would be to block anything that was demonstrated to be dangerous. Uh, we're talking about natural products that are inherently safe, and uh, unfortunately, the FDA has taken the authority it's gotten over dangerous products like radiation, surgery, and drugs, and expanded it out to cover the natural products like dietary supplements. It's a complete uh, travesty in terms of helping the public and being healthy. Now, I'm saying that we at Citizens for Health, hopefully working with uh, uh, many of the small businesses and consumers across the country, can create, uh, are planning to create a um, a, a defense umbrella that allows people to be protected by uh, new initiatives to create better regulations, better legislation, and to defend all of this in court. Uh, so one of the ways to be involved is to help uh, you know, follow announcements of that and um, help get that launched. And, uh, Peter, you're going to be doing some work on helping that move along. And we want to be involved with helping, uh, you know, helping you and all of that. So let's make a call out just for now for all of you guys and gals that are listening in, that are in companies whose owners probably don't know where to turn or are afraid to do different and various things. Make sure they get involved in whatever we collectively are working on, because in s small numbers we may not be as powerful, but in very big numbers you'd be surprised how many people will step up and help fund and help uh, take advantage of some of the things that uh, Jim is working on with citizens and, and a few of the other things as well. So we're, we're, we're doing everything we can to try to get things off the ground. Now, Jim, let me see if I take the stuff that Ryan was saying about all those great things, and then all of a sudden you say, well, for the FDA to approve it, I have to do this $100 million double-blind study. And then tell me if this is like a checkmate conversation, because it seems as as soon as I do that $100 million double-blind study, the FDA then says, oh, it'll, I can prove a cure or something. Then it's a drug. And then it, what happens next is kind of like. Well, the, the, the $100 million, or uh, I, I, that figure is a figure that was given by an expert uh, witness in a case that the FTC was bringing uh, and we asked him what it would cost to test one ingredient in a dietary supplement. It was an herb, and he said it would be uh, $100 million. Now, um, the, um, the FDA is structured so that you can take the data that you have found about curing a disease with a dietary supplement and submit it to the FDA and say, look, we've done these studies, and they established the fact 
that this dietary supplement will cure this disease. The FDA then can take that and say, yes, you're correct, it is a dietary supplement and it does cure the disease, and therefore at that point it is not a drug. If you do not go to the FDA and you have the same exact evidence, but you don't go to the FDA and ask them to recognize it as a dietary supplement that is curing the disease, the FDA will then say it's a drug and they will they will basically close you down because you can't, uh, you are not allowed to make the drug claim unless the FDA has passed it and said you can. So it's a, it's a, it's basically the FDA has to approve all of these things, and it's a prior restraint, prior approval in every other area of the economy and the Constitution and so forth. A prior restraint on speech is not permitted. But the FDA has um, arrogantly and vigorously uh, worked hard to expand its authority over the years. They will, they will, expand, they will go outside the law and, and, and dare you to sue them. And mostly people, you know, who are in business aren't interested in suing the FDA, so they don't. So brilliant stuff, man. People Absolutely. are in a tough situation. So now here we have somebody like the gentleman that was speaking a little bit earlier that has a fantastic product and he wants to go tell the world because he sees huge differences. And his wife that just had a baby is uh, seeing miraculous things as well. Well, and let me tell you, she is supermodel gorgeous. This is Ryan Conley, and I saw pictures of his wife and how little their baby is. And, I mean, when I was a pregnosaurus, I would have wanted to run her over with my car. She is, <laughs> I'm telling you, she is supermodel gorgeous. He wasn't even just bragging because it was his wife. <laughs> Thanks, son. Oh, right. no so, problem. There you are. Right? Yeah, so, so obviously people would be, be wondering, how did you do it? What are you doing? And what are these people supposed to say? I mean, because, Jim, let's face it, they, they might sell the product. Or like you had said, you know, maybe they if they were manufacturing the product as well, they couldn't say these things. So what is the quandary that we're in? Like, what are they supposed well, to do? Well, first, first, first of all, I can give you some general overview uh, thoughts. Uh, however, uh, it's important for him uh, to actually get good legal counsel specifically about the product he's discussing and what he wants to do with it. There are uh, things that you can uh, you could say. Uh, you could say, uh, I have this product and I like it. And uh, you can say that and you won't get in trouble. Um, uh, there are uh, articles that appear on the, uh, on the website. We're trying a strategy now. We don't know whether it will work. And that's why I say get your own lawyer and have them have you talk to your own lawyer and see what what he might think about this but we're saying um uh we're saying on uh, we're advising some of our clients to say and then we're going to see what happens and we may end up in a fight you know some of these people are willing to take a, a bigger risk but we're saying um uh, uh I took this product and I like it google it on you know google these ingredients and find out the pros and cons of the ingredients and uh, our position uh, legally that we're taking is that as long as you're not withholding information and you're making it all available to the person who's buying it, that you can in fact have them go look on the look on the uh, look in the internet and find out what the pros and cons arguments are, and then they can make their own choices. Uh, we also you you are as a dietary supplement able to make uh, what are called structure function claims. Uh, that would be, for example, like um, uh, Bill's body's 12 ways, which Wonderbed used to say, uh, or improves balance, or um, uh, might uh, might uh, improve hand strength. I mean, things of that kind that are that are structure claims, not tied to a disease. You can say that. Um, you could say improves mental acuity, uh, but yet you have to have evidence for this. I mean, I'm talking about evidence now. These are evidence-based claims. Uh, so there is a way of creating some things that could be said that might not be connected with disease. Now, one of the thoughts I'm working on now, uh, and I think I should just float out for you here, is that in the natural health community, there is a tendency to believe that disease is not necessarily um, the issue we're dealing with. We're dealing with uh, enhancing our ability to engage the innate intelligence of the body, enhancing our ability to uh, uh, live in a healthy manner, uh, and not and, and and generally bring our health and well-being to a higher standard, so that we don't get diseases and we don't get sick and so forth. And it's it's quite possible to say that uh, maybe there are things that we can do that will 
help, uh, like like for example, enhance our uh, enhance our uh, body's ability to protect itself. Those kinds of claims fit more into natural health philosophy, and I believe are totally legal claims. Um, now the FDA, of course, wants to always extend its uh, its reach, so it might go after a claim like that. But it's uh, very likely that we would win a battle over a claim like that. Um, am I still on? The, are these now? things making sense to you? Do they you follow them? Well, I follow you. But I'm going to let Ryan say something in a second. But like my background was in sales and sales management, and if I wanted to sell a vacuum, I was allowed to talk about a vacuum. If I wanted to sell encyclopedias, <laughs> I was allowed to talk about encyclopedias. If I want to sell health and nutrition, I have to say go Google it. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's I mean, crazy. I, I am like I don't have a white lab coat. I didn't have to go to school. But am I even allowed to say to my kids, can you take a Tylenol? I mean, am I going to get, like, arrested? Like, should I have a paper you, bag over my head you, right as now? Long as, you're not, as long as you're not the manufacturer of Tylenol, you can say anything you want about Tylenol. Well, right. but what if he sells Tylenol in his in his convenience store, and now he's making money off the sale of Tylenol? Yep, then you're, then you're skating close then you're to being toast. in trouble. Yeah, every grocer in America is Tylenol got from a behind-the-counter and people walk Tylenol. in there. Yeah, if, you, if, you, if they walk into your store and you say, here, buy this Tylenol for me, it will help you uh, cure cancer, let's say. Um, you're done if they catch you. Gosh. Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. I'm not so sure if you want to ask any <laughs> questions here. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm almost just really just quiet about uh, my wife, uh, Dawn, just, uh, just calling in in a second, just a heads up. I, uh, and and I, I, it'd be kind of interesting for you to hear from a woman's standpoint who's done this and um, I really appreciate all that you guys are doing and how you're going about talking about this. And, you know, I, I mean, I I have been in health and wellness for the longest time, um, and, you know, I battled depression for 10 years of my life. And, you know, taking part in, in the product, this science right here, I, I believe is, is so life-changing. I, I see, uh, you know, and, and I, of course, we don't want good health for everyone here. And it's amazing if you could take a formulation I'm not even. I'm not even going to go ahead and say that our product is is this powerful, even though my mind, like I, I've what I've seen, is just mind blowing. Like I'm scared even to be talking on the radio right now about this, out of protection and what this what this could do for the world and our, what I know our vision of our our multi billion dollar company, where we're going with this. And I would love to further this conversation off the air, definitely with you, James. And stuff, and uh, but uh, it's very scary. It's a scary. It's a it's a freaky world we're living in when we're trying to go ahead and, and help so many people out there because we genuinely care about our family, our friends. And if there was, if there was an all natural supplement that was able to go ahead, I mean, I will say this: that our company does has said it's right there on the labeling. So I don't. It, I, I'm relying on their confidence. They're saying that it does make people feel decades younger, so I'll just kind of throw that out there. I feel safe enough to say that, even though that's a massive claim right there. But Yeah, but see, I here's the to, thing. I, I think the point of the show, Ryan, and the point of Jim coming on here is that, you know, we need guys like him out there going ahead and sure. fighting the good fight so that people like you who are passionate about your product and are only telling people the truth as you know it to be true can go ahead and not be afraid. And and it's really, really just mind-blowing that you have to feel so afraid if you're doing the right thing and you're, and you're telling the truth, you know. And so, you know, getting people behind people like Jim so that you guys can go ahead and, and be excited and be happy and not be so afraid is it's it's so important. It is so well, important. Don, and I, I, and I, I, Axel I, I, Axel is telling us we are late for our commercial break. We have to we have oh, to go sorry. ahead and, and word from our sponsor. I have a thousand people. I'm bringing forward with you guys to go ahead and help in any way possible. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ryan. Go ahead, Axel. Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business wow. is the best, and so do you. Try wow. our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll wow. look over the find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. 
Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. And we have a couple of really important and very good questions coming from our chat room. Jim, um, just so you know, we do have a live chat, everybody. So if you are... Um, if you are somebody who would like to go ahead and uh, and and maybe not call in, but you want to go ahead and and uh, chime in or have some questions read for you, um, the chat room is asking if there is legislation that's been introduced that would give us more health freedom. Each year, each Congress, there is something introduced to to expand health freedom. Uh, the bills, uh, as far as I know at the moment, I left Washington about a week ago, and I'm, on, I'm traveling right now, uh, and I don't believe that the health freedom legislation has been introduced yet, but I would expect that it will be. Uh, we used to always be able to ca- uh, count on Congressman Ron Paul to put in uh, his uh, health freedom bill, which was a very important potential step forward, uh, but we are working on getting some legislation in, and uh, I would expect that in the next month or two, you'll start seeing things uh, that will be valuable. And you can go to citizens.org, the Citizens for Health, uh, the Citizens for Health uh, website, citizens.org. And whenever there is health freedom legislation pending in Congress, we uh, we post it. Awesome. And and the second question is, how can we um, be proactive in terms of moving that kind of legislation forward? Well, you uh, again, Citizens for Health and uh, a number of other groups uh, that are involved in the health freedom movement, um, uh, the Alliance for Natural Health and uh, the Health Freedom Coalition and uh, a number of groups are um, uh, constantly looking at both the, uh, the, well, at the international, national, state, and even local level for um, health freedom initiatives. And the best thing that you can do, uh, and again, uh, if you sign up for uh, Citizens, it doesn't cost anything. Just go on the Citizens for Health site, uh, and even if you don't make a donation, you can sign up to receive our regular information that we put out. We do a, a newsletter a couple of times a week. We do information a couple of times a week, and we do action alerts. And our action alerts uh, point at a specific issue and say this is something that we need you to contact your congressman, your senator, your state legislator, whatever, uh, and uh, let him know or her know that uh, uh, you're a part of the public and you're very upset with whatever it is that uh, we, you know, we've, we've identified. Um, and uh, there, there are both uh, uh, pushes for health freedom. So we, we've been successful in stopping uh, the Department of Agriculture from basically undermining the organic food uh, definition. Uh, I said earlier that uh, the FDA was going to change the definition of a disease so that pregnancy, aging, and other what we called stages of life uh, would be uh, diseases, and therefore you couldn't uh, claim that your uh, dietary supplement would help uh, with aging, for example. We we stopped that. Um, Senator McCain, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Senator McCain and Senator Dorgan, a Republican and a Democrat, proposed very heavy restrictions on uh, certain dietary supplements they wanted they worked with the uh, anti-doping uh, group and uh, and started to say dietary supplements that uh, were being sold to athletes uh, should be uh, should be banned and uh, we got very uh, active in that and uh, ultimately within 20 days uh, Senator McCain withdrew uh, his bill our argument was that uh, that if there is a, a a a product that's labeled a dietary supplement which is actually a uh, a stimulant for um, improving athletic performance that is a drug that the DEA should regulate and should handle it's not a dietary supplement and it has nothing to do with dietary su- supplements and uh and that battle generated huge number of letters and then Senator McCain withdrew that bill um so the best way that you can be involved is is watch us or other sites for guidance on what to do. Watch your own legislature. Uh, uh, get get in the flow of this information. Uh, the um, Health Freedom Coalition has about uh, 
groups in about 20 states which are uh, working on health freedom legislation in those states, and they're expanding out. Pretty soon they'll have all the all the states. About 11 states have passed them, so you're talking more than more than half the states, given the ones that have passed the bills and the ones that are where they're pending. Uh, so um, keep your eye out for that sort of thing. Watch uh, watch the health freedom sites. You can uh, you can Google health freedom. Uh, you can also you know just come to Citizens and we'll, we're 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 beefing up our stuff. And in fact, if you signed up now, we'll be putting a survey out here in the next uh, day or two, uh, asking about uh, what kinds of issues uh, uh, members of our uh, our public. We have uh, we're, we have we have about 150,000 people in right now, and it's building pretty nicely. Um, these, this group, um, we're asking them what issues they are concerned about and they would like to hear more from us about. Awesome. Awesome. And, um, and, and I know that Bree Conley, uh, Ryan's wife, was, was battling to get on and technology failed us. She's probably going to come back on with some questions as well. But, you know, I, I know and there are so many people out there, Jim, in, in the direct sales and, and network marketing arena that are, you know, so passionate about what you do. And, and I know for, for 25 years in network marketing, my very first entry into MLM was 150% in nutraceuticals and nutrition, and, and I didn't know you were out there, you know. So, so you know, tell us a little bit more about you. You know, what are your views on health care, you know, Obamacare and the new health care issues that are out there right now? Well, um, the um, Affordable Care Act, the Obamacare Act, is, uh, is complicated. Uh, there are many things in it that are very positive. Uh, and uh, on the other hand, there is the mandate. And uh, I think the mandate is unfortunate, and I would prefer that there not be a mandate, and I just really object to it in, uh, in enormously. And I really think that we should be able to move forward with the health care approach that does not have the mandate. In addition, I'm uh, very much of the opinion that the, uh, that the Affordable Care Act's primary focus was not on health or wellness or improving the well-being of people uh, in the uh, in the fundamental sense, but was more about uh, money and how the money in the healthcare system is spread around. Uh, the basic premise was we have the health best healthcare system in the world, and unfortunately, too many people are blocked out of it because they can't get insurance. So they decided to solve the problem of people getting into the healthcare system, but the fundamental premise is just wrong. <laughs> we do not have the best healthcare system in the world. Uh, we have uh, the highest uh, cost per capita. Uh, doubled Switzerland, which is the which is second. Uh, sometimes Sweden or one of the uh, one of the northern countries uh, passes them, uh, but we are uh, at best 35th in the world in our healthcare delivery. We're 41st in um, in maternal uh, maternal death. This is women who go in to have babies and die having the babies. 40 countries in the world have a better record on that. We are we are around 30th in life expectancy, around 30th in infant mortality. Uh, and yet we charge more per capita than any other country in the world, twice as much as any other country in the world. In every decade of life, uh, you know, from 1 to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, and so forth, uh, every industrial country has a better life expectancy rate. More Americans die in each decade per unit of population than in any other advanced country. We have a lousy health care system, and the idea that we've addressed our fundamental problems by um, uh, creating a way that anyone can be a part of that system uh, misses the entire point. Uh, the point is that there are out there humongous numbers of natural healing approaches, that is, natural healing approaches, products, systems, devices that help people enhance their own ability to heal themselves. And those are not uh, routinely included in things like the Affordable Care Act. Now, we've got some politics working to try to make that change. Uh, our estimate is that uh, between half and two-thirds of the American public is using one form or another of uh, natural products. That means dietary supplements or uh, uh, you, can, you can use some of the modalities such as chiropractic or uh, uh, naturopathy, uh, uh, use uh, energy medicine, a whole range of things about half to two-thirds of the public is using them, but members of Congress don't hear from those people. And so we've, uh, we've uh, helped launch a group called Voice for Hope Healers of Planet Earth, 
and you can uh, Google that and find them online as well, uh, that is actually meeting with members of Congress uh, right now four times a year, and we're going to hopefully expand that out to once a month and then every week, uh, and to explain to them in a positive, constructive, collaborative way, and it doesn't matter whether they're conservatives or liberals or Tea Party or Green Party or whatever, whoever they happen to be, to explain to them that their constituents are using these natural health modalities. And they should be aware of that, and we'll help them. We'll show them the, the practitioners in their district. And we'll, uh, we'll get people who are there, probably two hundred to 300,000 people in their district are using these things, including dietary supplements. And, uh, and there are all these businesses that are out there in their districts that are actually a part of the economics of their community that they're not aware of doing uh, nutrition and uh, natural health care in one way or another. So all of that together is uh, a, a way of addressing uh, our health problem, and uh, the Affordable Care Act is a very, very small step uh, that doesn't actually address a couple of the fundamental problems. That's, that's, my, awesome. that's my opinion on what's going on here. You know, we had a couple of people ask, you know, and, and it's interesting because so many people are so terrified, especially within the network marketing industry and MLMs at corporate level and at the leadership level, of stepping out, speaking out, and getting on anybody's negative radar. Um, so we've had a couple of people ask, is there a way for people to be able to get behind you and donate anonymously? Absolutely. The um, the uh, uh, donations, and we can, you know, you can write to us and say we want to talk and we can talk to you or whatever, you, however you want to do it. But the fact of the matter is that donations to Citizens for Health are confidential. They are, you, we are not required to reveal any donations that we've made. And so if somebody wants to make a donation and be anonymous about it, they can call us and uh, talk to us about it, and then we'll figure out, how to get the donation, and uh, the names do not need to be made available to anyone. And that's the, a major piece of this uh, umbrella, this defensive umbrella that we want to create. Uh, hopefully we'll find some people who want to make substantial contributions and we'll actually set up a defensive system and so that anybody, be like, uh, we, we, we actually, uh, uh, we actually uh, created a name at one point which we called the uh, uh, Health Liberties Union, the American Health Liberties Union, the idea being that when people are attacked for their health care beliefs, this group would step up and uh, go to court or go to Congress or go to, uh, uh, go to the agencies and uh, say, wait a minute, uh, you can't do that to these people. They have, they have health rights. Um, that, any donations to that that people wanted to make, we can make totally anonymously without anybody having to ever know who did it, and those, those lists are confidential by protection of the law. That's awesome. Okay, and, and Peter, do you have anything left besides please will you come back and share some more time with us soon, Jim? Yeah, we definitely want to have you back. This is, you know, these are hot, controversial topics, and people need to be educated, and I can guarantee you a lot of people are speechless because they really don't know what to say next after hearing a call like this because mm -hmm. they want to do the right things and they don't want to do anything wrong, and they certainly don't want to get their companies in trouble. But somehow or another, like I said a little bit earlier, if I wanted to sell a vacuum, i got to talk about vacuums. If I wanted to sell books, I want to talk about books. If I want to sell <laughs> nutritional products, I can't say a word except for, like the stuff that I would probably shoot my sales reps for was like, well, go to Google, or I can't tell you this, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> This is about as frustrating as it gets. And in relationship to all those things, you know, how did this system become this way? Is it big business? Is it just misguided people? I mean, what's the? How did this happen? Well, it's it's a combination. It's misguided people. It's big business. It's uh, self-aggrandizers in the government. Uh, uh, business people like to make alliances with the government. I'm talking about these big business guys. Uh, the big business people don't really care as long as you just give them a standard to sell to. They're happy to sell to it. Uh, it doesn't need to be the best. It doesn't need to be uh, the most important. It doesn't need to be something that's got lots of data on it. It's as long as the FDA says you can do it, they'll they're happy. Um, and I and, and one of the things we want to do is to in this uh, defensive umbrella operation. And Peter, you and I are talking about that some more. Is to create a way for people to be proactive in this. They don't need to do it, but if they support a group that wants to do it. We can go forward and work on legis legislation. We can work on regulation. We can work on uh, lawsuits. We can do it uh, state, local, and federal, international. 
And a presence of that kind supported by the consumers of these products will, in fact, change the dynamic. That's it, guys. We are at the end of our show. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you so much, Peter. And thank you, everyone, Ryan and everybody who showed up for tonight. We will have Jim back as soon as possible. Thanks for yeah, joining thank us. Thank you very much, and I will come back when uh, when we can. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Good night, guys. Have a good one. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.